Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Wednesday, February 15th, 2023, and we are back for the Grizzlies' final game prior to the All-Star break. We were unable to get a podcast out on Sunday for that Celtics game. Early tip-off, and I was also out of town for the Super Bowl. Didn't have the recording equipment, so ended up just putting the picks on Twitter, went Five and one on the picks for the night, so we'll talk about those picks, talk about that game against the Celtics overall, and then get right into this game tonight against the Utah Jazz. Again, final game before the All-Star break, so a good way for the Grizzlies to wrap up this first part of the season, send two players to All-Star break, and then on the backside of the season, start to really ramp things up for the playoffs. So, as always... We are using DraftKings for all these odds, and I take no financial responsibility for any bets that are placed based on this podcast. So, again, on Sunday, the Grizzlies ended up losing to the Boston Celtics 119-109. No Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart in the lineup for the Celtics in that game. Celtics did end up covering the minus 3.5 point spread, which we were on the right side of. We also had over 227 points, which just barely hit. Game finished at 229. Our play of the game was Robert Williams over 9.5 rebounds. He finished with 16, mainly because I watched the game the night before when they played the Hornets, and he just grabbed every rebound instead of Jason Tatum. So wasn't going to make that mistake again. Went Robert Williams over 9.5 rebounds, comfortably hit that. Bain over 2.5 threes, cash just barely buzzer beater. No reason for him to take a three at the end of the game, but basically garbage time three, cash the over there for Bain. And then Jason Tatum, no double-double, was minus 140 on the night. We hit that as well. Um, Tatum, all in all, didn't have a great night. Finished with 16 points. I think he had seven rebounds. So really no threat there for Tatum to ever get a double-double. Comfortably hit that. The only play we did miss was John Morant over 7.5 assists. He finished just short of that with seven. So great result on the betting side, going 5-1. and one. Good small card. Able to get a good percentage of hits there. Not a great result for the Grizzlies, considering no Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart in the lineup. But no Steven Adams for the Grizzlies has continued to show how important he is on that on both ends of the court in terms of just offense, you know, setting screens, and then defensively, obviously, getting rebounds, and then offensive rebounds leading to second-chance buckets for the Grizzlies is very important to the way that their offense operates. So Steven Adams not being in the lineup for the Grizzlies, I think, is – not going to allow the Grizzlies to see what their full strength team looks like until he's back. So take all that into account when looking at how the Grizzlies season has gone since he's been out just because I don't want people to overreact because I think it's sometimes almost understated the value that Steven Adams has with this team. So all that being said, I was very impressed by Desmond Bain as a ball handler and facilitator. Had seven assists on the night against obviously an elite team in the Boston Celtics. That shows just... With the levels that Desmond Bain has continued to progress and something that we've harped on constantly since the start of the season, how much better he's gotten as a passer. So seven assists for Bain was a very positive. 
point in the night and then also did a great job on Tatum, but the role players did set up, step up for Boston and they hit 21 of 51 threes, which is 41%, which anytime a team does that and they shot you know 20 more threes than the, the Grizzlies almost, and that's going to be a hard team to beat. So with all that being said, Grizzlies tonight going to back home against the Utah Jazz, a team that is 3-0 against the spread against the Grizzlies and 2-1 straight up against the Grizzlies. So no Steven Adams again on the injury report for the Grizzlies. Laurie Markkinen is currently listed as questionable, and based on the line currently being at Grizzlies minus 10, I would expect him not to play in this game, probably want him to stay healthy for all-star break considering the game is in Salt Lake City and he's representing the Jazz. So over-under is also set at 239, which is the highest that we've seen them be. see the over-under be in the time that these two teams have played. Well, Utah is one of the best teams in the NBA against the spread, currently ranked ninth in the NBA against the spread at a 31-26-2 record, while Memphis is one of the worst against the spread teams in the league at 26-29-1. I'm still going to lean Grizzlies just for the fact that Laurie I don't think is playing in this game, and at a minus 10, I think Grizzlies get good value. Trying to take care of business before the All-Star break. Everything, everyone is going to be focused going into this game at home where Memphis is significantly better than they are on the road. I expect Memphis to have a big game tonight, take care of business, and head into that all-star break. Over under at 239, I originally leaned over, especially considering Utah is 7th in over-unders, one of the best offensive teams in the whole NBA. But again, no Laurie really changes that just because I think that they rely on him so much. Obviously, he is an all-star starter now, averaging you know upwards of 25 points per game so far this season. So I expect Laurie... Laurie's absence to be a big point in terms of this game going under the total because I do think the Grizzlies score a significant amount of points in this game, as we'll touch on later. I just think that the Jazz won't be able to keep up with the Grizzlies in terms of scoring. Our play of the game is going to be Jordan Clarkson over two and a half threes. He hit six last game against the Pacers. No Laurie again will lead to his volume of shots going up. And I like the amount of shots that you're going to get from him. He only needs to make three, taking about eight threes a game so far in the last six games. So I think Jordan Clarkson, whatever beef may be out there with the Grizzlies in general and Desmond Bain and that kind of whole weird dynamic that, that happened last time we were out, I expect Clarkson to, you know, he always has the ultimate green light, but especially with no marking in, in the lineup to get over two and a half threes. So that will be our play of the game. Next, we're going to go Desmond Bain over four and a half rebounds. He has gotten this in three straight games. He has also had six rebounds in both games against the Utah Jazz this season. So he's continuing to rebound the ball at a high rate, especially with Steven Adams out of the lineup. Everyone's rebound numbers are going to be inflated. Desmond Bain is no different, and I expect him to get over four and a half rebounds tonight. Also over two and a half threes, as mentioned. Last game, he hit it at the buzzer, but he is taking much more threes this month or last couple games his volume has increased back to the point that I think it should be every time that he steps out on the floor and in both games against the Jazz this season he has hit over two and a half threes so I take that into account as well looking at team total I'm going Grizzlies team total over 124 and a half They've scored 123 in two of the three games against the Jazz so far this season I think at home they're going to have a lot of energy score a bunch of points again it is a bit counterintuitive I guess you could say to go Grizzlies team total over 124 and a half while going under 239 in the game but again I just don't think the Jazz offensively will have the fire firepower to hit that over but I think Grizzlies score just over 124 and a half points I wouldn't be surprised if garbage time minutes the subs go in there and hit that over trying to prove a point 
um, that, you know, maybe they deserve to be in the rotation in some way, shape, or form. So Grizzlies team total over 124 and a half. And then our final play for the night. Again, we're trying to do smaller cards just to not just kind of throw stuff against the wall and hope it sticks. Really, you know, look at the card, break it down, pick things that we really like rather than kind of force some plays. So the last play will be Xavier Tillman under eight and a half points. We've gone this before. And he's averaging seven points per game so far this season against the Jazz in the three games that he's played. He's also gone under in four of his last six games. So I expect Tillman, again, you're not getting basically maybe one or two points from the free throw line from him. He doesn't take a bunch of shots per game. So I expect Tillman under eight and a half points to be a good play there. So really, that's all for the game tonight. Again, don't want to get too crazy with the picks. I'd rather have a smaller card and give you guys more winners. So... With the All-Star break coming up, we'll take a bit of a break. I may look at doing a podcast actually for the All-Star game, talk about props in that game, talk about betting that game. So if that's something you guys would be interested in, make sure to let me know. But it looks like that's probably what I'm going to be what I do. So look out for that on the All-Star game morning. We'll talk about that. Maybe we'll even do a podcast for the three-point contest, dunk contest, all of that. So we'll probably do an All-Star weekend podcast just to switch it up a bit. And then we'll be back for the game in Philadelphia on the 23rd of February, so Thursday the 23rd, national TV game against the 76ers. Looking forward to that. So again, in the meantime, I appreciate everyone as always for listening. Thank you for the support. Make sure to follow the Twitter at GrizzBearBets. Make sure to follow my personal Twitter at ChaseBob at 9. And then as always, make sure to follow the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. So I'll see you guys soon. Enjoy the break. Go Grizzlies. Have a good one.